My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, an American Ninja Warrior in training, and the creator of Optimize Yourself. For over 10 years now, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative and athletic performance, and now I'm here to shorten your learning curve. Whether you're a creative professional who edits, writes, or directs, you're an entrepreneur, or even if you're a weekend warrior, I strongly believe you can be successful without sacrificing your health or your sanity in the process. You ready? Let's design the optimized version of you. Hello and welcome to the Optimize Yourself podcast. If you're a brand new optimizer, I welcome you and I sincerely hope that you enjoy today's conversation. If you are inspired to take action after listening today, why not tell a friend about this show and help spread the love? And if you're a longtime listener and optimizer OG, welcome back. Whether you're brand new or you're a seasoned vet, if you have just 10 seconds today, it would mean the world to me if you clicked the subscribe button in your podcast app of choice because the more people that subscribe, the more that iTunes and the other platforms can recognize this show, and thus the more people that you and I can inspire to step outside their comfort zones to reach their greatest potential. And now on to today's show, which to be honest is going to be a bit of an experiment. As a longtime listener, you already know how much I love to do in-depth interviews on a variety of topics, whether that's allowing everyday people to share their personal and their inspirational journeys, or industry experts and world-renowned authors who share their expertise to help you optimize a specific area of your life. But today, what I want to do instead is give you an insider's glimpse into the world of my optimizer coaching and mentorship program and what we call the hot seat. What you're going to hear today is a recording of an actual live session with an Optimizer student where on the hot seat, we tackle various questions, whether that's about career transitions, productivity, workflows, networking, burnout, habit formation, resumes and websites, and any other number of work-life challenges that students bring to the table as they navigate their own paths toward success. In the following Hot Seat session, community member Jonathan Hodges wants to workshop his About page for his portfolio website as an assistant editor. Most people make the mistake of thinking that your About page is all about you. Well, guess what? It's not. I and my Optimizer students take a different approach that you're going to learn more about in today's session, which can help you gain more attention and attract the right types of employers for exactly the jobs that you are the most excited about. Listen in as we discuss these strategies that you can apply to your own about page or an IMDb biography, a cover letter, and more, and no matter what your profession is. If you find these sessions valuable, we're gonna be sharing Hot Seat Fridays with you every week that are gonna be jam-packed with practical, real-world strategies that you can easily apply to your own lifestyle and career to send you off with an action plan for the next Monday ahead. And if after listening to this, you're wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you're going to find all the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together today. All right, without further ado, here is today's Hot Seat Friday session with Jonathan Hodges, made possible today by our amazing sponsors, Evercast and Ergo Driven, who are featured just a bit later in today's episode. 
And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. So we are here today for another round on your about page, correct? Yes. Just for a quick recap, remind anybody that either is listening or was not here for the previous one, where you started with your about page, where it is now, and what are what are some of the things that you want to look for in today's session? Oh man, well, I hate to disappoint, but I'm I'm actually pretty stuck. I tried to make it shorter and it's just as long as the first one. <laughs> so it's kind of a letdown, but uh the the whole objective is who's my audience. So, you know, post producers, editors, other assistants, the challenges I need to solve for them. I think last time what you said, I have a note here. The main thing that you said is ultimately what I want more than anything is a reassurance that you can handle it. That's the challenge you need to solve for me. So then down here, like these were some of the main things that you highlighted, like, can you solve problems? Are you flexible? Can you work with multiple members of a team simultaneously? And I just kind of jotted some notes down underneath those bullet points. But then explaining all those things, trying to expound on them just kind of like took me just as long. So I'm kind of back to square one again. Well, my guess is you're not back to square one. I would rather that you're that you're telling the right story and it's too long and needs to be trimmed mm-hmm. than you're spending too much time telling the wrong story all about you as opposed to identifying my challenges as a producer uh, or editor that wants to hire you. So if, if it being long is your biggest problem, that's a really easy uh, solution. If the problem is you're still not telling the right story and hitting the right bullet points, we'll dig into that as well. Okay. But if it's just that it's too long, I can definitely help fix that. Um, okay. I sharpened my scalpel right before our call today. So great. Um, I, when we talked last time, it was more a hatchet. I was just swinging a hatchet and a machete and doing what we needed to do. Now we're going to bring in the scalpel. Hopefully, I haven't read it yet, but we're going to find out. So this version two, this is exactly what you would put on the page if you didn't have the headers breaking up the sections. Correct. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, so if that's the case, just let's pretend that the bold isn't here. We're going to assume that that's internal for you to better understand the formula, so to speak. Uh, But without reading those, read this paragraph verbatim exactly as it would be read by someone else. Okay, and uh, I think the part of the problem is, as I kind of repeated the first three paragraphs of the last one, trying to like sell experience, but I think maybe some of that can get cut out because it's like talking about past experience, not about what I need to solve, but... I'm having a hard time letting go. Sure. Well, just like editing, it's way easier if something is too long and you just need to shorten it than it is to make something longer. So I'll take long any day if we just need to trim it down and get to its bare essence. That's way simpler to solve. All right. Um, So that having been said, go to it. All right. Working in post-production for the past seven years gave me the opportunity to wear a lot of hats on all kinds of projects. With those opportunities came a lot of experiences working on commercials, TV shows, web videos, and documentaries. With all those experiences came different kinds of people, different kinds of problem solving, and all kinds of tight deadlines and delivery formats. As I was coming up as an assistant, my biggest role was doing quality control checks on many wide varieties of deliverables. I had an overstuffed binder full of spec sheets and personal checklists to make sure all deliverables met the right specifications. But even though being a good assistant editor requires a lot of technical skill, I know being able to work alongside large teams of people is just as important. After being promoted to editor and eventually editor colorist, I got a lot of firsthand experience working closely with individuals and teams on some great projects. To do that took more than just technical skill. It also meant doing a lot of listening and a lot of note-taking. It also meant learning how to deal with those moments when you get thrown a curveball. I've experienced my fair share of curveballs. 
clients show up early and I'm in the middle of troubleshooting my equipment. An edit that's supposed to go out at a later date all of a sudden needs to go out by the end of the day. Or everyone in the edit session likes what I cut together except for the one person who can give the final approval. So now I have to come up with new ideas on the spot. But at the end of the day, me and the people I've worked with have always been able to walk away feeling good about what we accomplished together. Even though some of the aspects of the job can be demanding, I've always enjoyed the experiences I've had getting to collaborate with people to get the best version of their product out in front of their audience. Who's this page about? It's not supposed to be about me. No, and I don't think that it is. I mean, okay. clearly you're you're telling stories of your past experiences, yeah. but you're writing this to me, the producer that's wondering, eh, what kind of experience do you have and can you do the job? Mm-hmm. So I think that fundamentally the approach that you've taken in this version is much stronger than the previous one. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I think there's still work to be done. There are things that we can uh, polish and we can clean up and there's uh, some wordsmithing that we can do. And there's a couple of things uh, underneath the surface that I want to think about as well. But before I go into that, for those that are on the call now that have uh, hired assistant editors in any capacity in the past, does this approach make you more likely to want to meet with Jonathan because you get the sense that he understands your world and he could potentially be a good team member? Show of hands. Does this approach work for everybody? We're like, oh, this. I think this guy gets it. You're you're getting a couple of hands from people that are in this world that are uh, very experienced, which I would totally agree with. But there are some areas I don't want to clarify. What we need to do now is use this general structure. We don't need to, to reinvent the wheel at all. But there are a few points that I want to dig a little bit deeper. The first one is working in post-production for the past seven years. You lead with that. Mm-hmm. That's really vague. I don't know what your role was in it one world. Mm-hmm. So if we can keep that short, but we can make it specific, how do we do so? Just tell me what you've done in the last seven years. Don't even try to write it for the page. Just in a sentence or two, if you and I were to, to meet in an event and I said, what do you do? How would you answer it? Editing and assistant editing. For? And online, offline, post-production house. On what kinds of projects? Commercials, corporate video, web videos, some documentaries, some TV. So if, if you were to say, instead of working in post-production for the past seven years, you said, having worked as both an editor and an assistant for the past seven years in the commercial and corporate industries has given me the opportunity, dot, dot, dot. Do I immediately, in half a sentence, have a much clearer picture of exactly what you bring to the table and what your past experience is and most likely what a lot of your skills are? Definitely. Yeah. Post-production could be anything. Yeah. You could be in a you could be an assistant sound editor in post production. You could be a colorist. You could be a QC person at a, a, in a vault. I don't know what you do if you've been working the past uh, seven years in post production. So I want you to come right out of the gate and explain to me this is what I did and this is the world that I did it in, and here are all of the things that I've learned that I can bring to you. So that's the first thing I would do is make it much clearer where you come from and what you've done in the past and what you're doing now. Awesome. So that's the first one. That should be a fairly simple fix. It's all about specificity. So from there, going through this, and I know that you say that with uh, with those opportunities came a lot of experiences working at commercials, TV shows, web videos, and documentaries. You can maybe kind of weave that in as well. Mm-hmm. But I want to get a picture right away. What is the world that you're coming from or the, the world that you're in now because you're going to be making this transition into the scripted dramatic world? And from there, I think that a lot of the stuff you have in here is really, really good. I'm not going to be able to wordsmith every single bit of it, but there's one that I want to pull out and I want to I want to rewrite one sentence and I want you to pay attention to how I rewrote it and I want to see if you can apply it to other sentences. 
My sincerest apologies for the interruption in the middle of this interview. But if you are a content creator or you work in the entertainment industry, not only is the following promo not an interruption, but listening has the potential to change your life because collaborating with Evercast is that powerful. Here's a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with Evercast co-founders, Brad Thomas and award-winning editor, Roger Barton. Living this lifestyle of a feature film editor has really had an impact on me. So I was really looking for something to push back against all of these lifestyle infringements that are imposed on us, both by schedules and expectations. When you guys demoed Evercast for me that first time, my jaw hit the floor. I'm like, oh my God, this is what I have been waiting for for a decade. I also had the same reaction when I first saw Evercast. Two words came to mind, game changer. Our goal, honestly, is to become the Zoom for creatives, whatever it is you're streaming, whether it's editorial, visual effects, pro tools for music composition, live shot cameras. It's consistent audio and video, lip sync always stays in sync. Whether you're in a live session where you're getting that feedback immediately or you can't get it immediately, so you record the session and you can share those clips with people on the production team where there's no room for any confusion. It's like, this is exactly what the director wants. This is exactly what the producer wants. What matters most to me is it makes the entire process more efficient, which then translates to us as creatives who spend way too much time in front of computers. We get to shut it down and we get to go spend time with our friends and family. The biggest complaint, and I'm sure you guys have heard this many, many times, this looks amazing, I just can't afford it. Tesla had to release the Model S before they released the Model 3. So by the end of the year, we are going to be releasing a sub $200 version a month of Evercast for the freelancer and indie creatives. Anyone who is a professional video creator outside of Hollywood. I think what we've learned over the last few months is that this technology can translate to better lives for all of us that give us more flexibility and control while still maintaining the creativity, the creative momentum, and the quality of work. I cannot stress this enough. Evercast is changing the way that we collaborate. If you value your craft, your well-being, and spending quality time with the ones you love, Evercast now makes that possible for you and me. To listen to the full interview and learn about the amazing potential that Evercast has to change the way that you work and live, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. Now back to today's interview. So we, this is one that we talked about in our first session, and I want to pick on this one again. You said, I had an overstuffed binder full of spec sheets and personal checklists to make sure all deliverables met the right specifications. That to me is good. What I want to do is I want to make it great and I want to make it compelling and I want to make it vivid. So right now you're saying, I had a binder, it was full of spec sheets and checklists and I made sure that all the deliverables were met to the right specifications. To me, that's a little dry. What if we took that to another level and it said, as I was coming up as an assistant, my biggest role was doing quality control techs on many wide varieties of deliverables. Whether day or night, no question, if you saw me around the office, I was running around holding an overstuffed binder full of spec sheets and all of my personal checklists to make sure that everything was done correctly and delivered on time. So instead of I had this thing, we're just, we're painting the picture. Didn't matter yeah. what time of day or night, I can picture young Jonathan running around the office with his deliverable checklist, making sure that everything got done correctly. Yeah. For an assistant editor and scripted, I want somebody that's really good about attention to detail. I want somebody that when you have to build a, a spreadsheet to deliver 400 visual effect shots, and it's broken up into six different tabs by six different vendors, that you don't look at that and say, 
oh my God, this is really overwhelming. And instead you're like, oh yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to just crush this. This is so my thing. Mm -hmm. And that's the picture I get in my head when I can, when you talk about it, it doesn't matter any time of day or night, you could see me running around the office holding my binder or spec sheets. So we're saying the same thing, but we're painting the picture more vividly. Yeah. So I want you to do a pass through this and I want to see if there are other areas that instead of just saying, here's what I did or here's the problem that I solved, which again is good, I want to see if there's something you could do to make it more vivid so it's more compelling and I have a vision of what it's going to be like to work with you. Okay. So again, it's it, the, the perspective of the page is it's all about me, the producer, the editor, whomever it is that wants to hire you. It's no longer, here are all my great qualities and here's all the stuff you need to know about me and here's where I grew up and blah, 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 blah. You've, you've changed the perspective and changed the tone of it so it is about the person that wants to hire you and their challenges. We're going to paint a little bit uh, clearer, more vivid picture so they're compelled and excited to want to meet with you because you're going to write in a way that most people don't write. It's going to set you apart from everybody else's about page that says, my name is Jonathan. I'm currently working in Baltimore. I have seven years experience as blah, blah, blah. My duties and skills included, yada, yada, yada. Right. Everybody's page is going to read like that. Yours is going to pop off the page because it's unique and it's vivid. And it's a fun story for me to read. So that's right. the first thing that I want you to do. So like more verbs, adjectives, descriptors. Yes. I want you to write this like you're writing a short story, not like you're writing a corporate paragraph that belongs with your resume. I really want this to feel like you and your voice. Got it. So I want you to think like you're you're telling a visual story. Something that's that's going to compel me emotionally to say this sounds like a cool guy to work with. I think I think we want to meet with him because as we've talked about, the resume, the about page, the website, none of them are to get you jobs. They're just to get you the interview. The interview is where you get the job. So I want to want something to be a little bit more visually compelling, but I feel like you're hitting most of the right beats. Cool. The other thing that I want you to think about, and this one's a little bit more fundamental. This entire page is all about here's who I am. Here's what I've been doing for the last seven years, and here are all of the problems that I've solved, all of which is great. There's one component missing, and this is the most compelling piece of all that without somebody even knowing it is going to make them compelled to want to meet with you. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to do this? Because if my why is aligned with your why, I already feel more comfort in uh, wanting to meet with you and potentially wanting to work with you. Yeah. So without worrying about writing the page, why in the world would you want to leave a steady job working in Baltimore and commercials and documentaries and all these other things that you're doing, I'm assuming making a decent living? There's no reason you have to leave and relocate and upend your entire life and come all the way across the country to Los Angeles to try and work in one of the most competitive industries in the world. Why are you compelled to do that? I always wanted to do it. Like I always looked at where I am now as like just a step to get there. Cause I thought like how you shared the story, like, I think you said you told your brother at one point, like you were going to get some experience and then move. And he was like, no move. Like, that's what I did. I was like, Oh, let me get some experience first. And then here I am seven years later. But yeah, I mean, I just, I love it. You know, I, I love movies and television. I, I love stories. I love I don't know, I guess the background, like I'm a musician as well. And like being able to share something that you made with an audience and like that connection, like some, you know, something that excites somebody or makes them sad or, or whatever. It's, it's cool to be like, I made this thing that made somebody feel this way. How similar do you think what you just said is to everybody else in this industry and why we're compelled to do what we do despite the sacrifice? Yeah, it's, it's probably the same exact 
Same exact reason. Exactly. Which goes way deeper than I'm really hyper organized and I have binders, which again, I like is one of the things that's going to compel me to want to meet with you because I know you check off one of the most important boxes. But ultimately, if you were to say something along the lines of ever since I can remember, I have loved filmmaking and storytelling. Is there anything cooler on this planet than spending your days creating emotions that make other people feel better about their lives. That one sentence changes the game on this page. Because if I read that sentence or other people on this call read the sentence, they're all gonna say, I would, I would assume, and I could be wrong, but I think just about everybody on this page would say, oh my God, that's me too. That's exactly how I feel about this industry. Because if that's not how we feel about this industry, we leave. Because why the hell else would we put ourselves through this every single day? The hours and the demands and the politics and everything about this industry, we would leave if that wasn't the core driver for why we do what we do. So if you identify at a really deep emotional level and you're really vulnerable and vivid about here's why this industry is so important to me, the right person is going to read that and say, oh my God, that's me. I have to meet this guy. Or the wrong person is going to say, nah, Jonathan's not a good fit. He's clearly in this to be a storyteller and he's all creative and I just need a button pusher. Can you just come in and do my spreadsheets? This guy's not the right fit, which by the way, is a really good thing if that happens. Because yeah. if you just want to be a button pusher and you just want to be somebody that walks around with binders of checklists, then great, leave all of that there. But I want to make sure that the way you portray yourself is going to turn the wrong people away as well. Yeah, agreed. So that, that's, that's the other thing that I want you to add to this. I want you to go through and give it a pass to make it a little bit more visual storytelling using everything that you have. Because all of the stuff you have in here is important to my needs as a producer or an editor that wants to hire you. There's nothing in here that I'm like, yeah, that's not important or I don't care about that. It's all good. And yes, there's stuff that we can cut to make it tighter, but I don't want you to get in your head that it needs to be tight and short and perfect yet. I want it to be the right stuff. Even if it's too long, then we can do a wordsmithing pass to make it shorter. Cool. But I think that if you can go through and make it more vivid and you can add more of an emotionally compelling reason why you do what you do to connect with other people's whys, I think that you're going to totally jump off the page in the way that most other people don't when they send either their cover letter or their IMDb bio or their website, whatever it might be, whatever the context is, you're going to jump off the page as a lot more unique than most of the other people. Awesome. That's good news. So. Yes, it is good news. The bad news is you still have more work to do, but I know you're a hard worker and you're going to have this thing done by this afternoon. So yeah. every time I rip your stuff apart, you come back with a draft that's uh, infinitely better than it was last time in like six hours. So thank you. Does that give you enough to go off of to continue doing your next pass? It definitely does. Thanks, Zach. Cool, man. I look forward to seeing the next one. Before closing up today's show, I would love to ask for just a couple additional minutes of your time and attention to introduce you to one of my new favorite products created by my good friend Kit Perkins, who you may recognize as creator of the Topomat. Here is a brief excerpt from a recent interview that I did with ErgoDriven co-founder and CEO Kit Perkins talking about his latest product, New Standard Whole Protein. I've been to health and fitness generally, but I want it to be simple and straightforward. About a year, year and a half ago, I started adding collagen into my protein shakes. And man, the benefits were like more dramatic than any supplement I've ever seen. So I thought if I could just get this down to coming out of one jar and it's ingredients that I know I can trust and you just put it in water and you don't have to think about it. When people think of protein powders, they think, well, I don't want to get big and bulky. And that's not what this is about. To me, this is about repair. So a big part of what we're talking about here is you are what you eat. Your body's constantly 
constantly repairing and rebuilding. And the only stuff it can use to repair and rebuild is what you've been eating. Unfortunately, as the years have gone by, every day getting out of bed, it's like, you know, two or three creaks and pops in the first couple steps. And that I thought you just sort of live with now. But yeah, once starting the collagen daily or near daily, it's just gone. So for us, job 1A here was make sure it's high quality and that's grass-fed, 100% pasture-raised cows. And then the second thing, if you're actually going to do it every day, it needs to be simple. It needs to taste good. Well, my goal is that for anybody that is a creative professional like myself that's stuck in front of a computer, number one, they're doing it standing on a topo mat. Number two, they've got a glass of new standard protein next to them so they can just fuel their body, fuel their brain. So uh, you and I, my friend, one edit station at a time are going to change the world. And even better for your listeners with code OPTIMIZE on either a one-time purchase or that first subscribe and save order, 50% off. So if you do that subscribe and save, that's 20% off and 50% off with code OPTIMIZE. That's a fantastic deal. If you're looking for a simple and affordable way to stay energetic, focused, and alleviate the chronic aches and pains that come from living at your computer, I recommend New Standard Whole Protein because it's sourced from high-quality ingredients that I trust and it tastes great. To place your first order, visit optimizeyourself.me slash new standard and use the code optimize for 50% off your first order. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Hot Seat Fridays. If you find this new format valuable, please reach out and let us know. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash contact to leave your honest feedback. And if after listening, you are wishing that you could schedule your own hot seat session, I invite you to join our community of optimizers, where you are going to find all of the support and connections you need to optimize every aspect of your life. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash optimizer to learn more about the various coaching and mentorship options available so you and I can start working together. And as a quick reminder to subscribe so you don't miss future interviews just like this one, please visit optimizeyourself.me slash podcast. And a special thanks to our sponsors Evercast and ErgoDriven for making today's interview possible. To learn more about how to collaborate remotely without missing a frame and to get your real-time demo of Evercast in action, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Evercast. And to learn more about ErgoDriven and their brand new product that I am super excited about, New Standard Whole Protein, visit optimizeyourself.me slash New Standard. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, healthy, and sane, and be well.